calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me on today's show is Travis McClunky, my friends, and Brian Malkowitz. C Team. As you may have heard, California is on a work from home mandatory thing that's going on. But on today's show, we are going to be talking about Trials of Osiris, the fourth Horseman Exotic Quest, some of the weapon updates, uh, a leak. That actually, even I don't know about, so you're going to get my live reactions and just general how this season is going and how the grind is going. So where do you guys want to start? I want to start by talking about the fourth horseman. Travis, did you get it yet? Oh, yeah, I sure did. I I killed all those cabal and then, you know, went and did a lost sector and all of the very fun uh New activities that are associated with an exotic quest, right, you guys? You yeah, bros? it was Oops. so good. <laughs> so the fourth horseman quest uh, launched, and you can get it. It's really grindy. You basically go into Zavala's office, and then you go kill Cabal, then you go kill Scions, then you go do a quest, and then you get the gun. And the gun is mostly underwhelming. Uh, would you guys agree with that? Or were you like, I think it's oh, still- man, look at all this boss damage I'm doing before I get stomped <laughs> out of existence? I still think it's a very fun gun, but yes, you're right. Uh, when you are getting that close to enemies, you want to melt with it. You're going to get sent flying. It's not like it was yeah. in D1. So I actually love the Fourth Horseman. It was my favorite gun in D1. I used it to, you know, melt Nightfall bosses, and I even used it in PvP. I would like slide and and blow people away with it and kind of surprise them. Uh, I actually think it's a, it's a good gun. And I'm excited to see what it's like with the Catalyst. But uh, yeah, the quest to getting it could not have been more. Uh, boring. I mean, I mean aside the, from the trip to Zavala's office. The way you get the catalyst <laughs> is, I, I would argue, more boring because it requires you to do all of those things, kind of just grinding. You either grind the Seraph Towers or grind the Lost Sectors to get the catalyst for it. So you're not your your grind for those things isn't over to get that catalyst. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing that quite a bit. I've been, I almost have the EDZ bunker fully upgraded. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is absolutely a grind and, uh, Seraph towers aren't, uh, not holding up over time as we suspected. Here, here was my order of operations with my fourth horseman quest, which I started during the morning meeting at IGN today. Uh, I got the quest from Zavala. I got the thing from his tower. I talked to Zavala again. I went to Mars. I started killing Cabal, realized my percentage was going up really slow, said, hey, Teddy, is this gun actually good? He basically said, eh. I went and watched some YouTube videos. They said the gun is eh. And I said, I don't need to waste my time doing this anymore. <laughs> I shut off the game and then I started working on the run of show for today. Uh, Especially since of, there's no good, good, good vision. The, the quest is just grindy and dull. I don't feel incentivized that I need to get it immediately. I've started the quest, so it should remain in my inventory. It shouldn't be taken out. Um, but I have the next few weeks to do it. I'm not in a super rush to do it. And I don't feel super incentivized to do it. Um, and I think that's a big problem with Destiny this season is it's still all surrounding the the um, bunkers that you guys were just discussing and how they're sort of underwhelming and the one activity and yeah that's unfortunate uh trials is booming though before we move on to that though uh do you guys agree with my (laughs) overall assessment of this quest and what were you saying about bunkers brian specifically bunkers i mean there's 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 nothing special about the bunkers um you if we're talking specifically about the activity of a bunker you just go in there daily and you clear it out and then you get like a gun maybe um and so there's nothing going on there it's just kind of just like this weird weird daily like wall to kind of just use rasputin as a bunker himself which which is i don't know it's it's just not not an engaging way to to handle that but uh yeah i'm not i'm just still not digging this season <laughs> travis I just, it's, yeah yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same listen specifically the pve side we'll talk about trials yeah yeah i mean in, in terms of pve and i actually have more to talk about in terms of how it relates to trials because that affects me as a pvp primarily player um but yeah the, the, I, I agree with brian's assessment it's it's there's just not a whole lot to do it's not particularly fun to upgrade the bunkers because the only uh incentives you get are stuff that helps you do serif towers more which is like all right cool uh you know and and lost sectors uh and and uh, i do think there's potential for some of the weapons but uh yeah it, it's it's kind of disheartening uh, i i also wonder is the fourth horseman catalyst going to be the exclusive to the season? Because it seems like uh, all of these seasonal activities go away. So now I also have this like urgency where it's like, man, I better do a ton of uh, Seraph towers and lost sectors because I really want that catalyst. You have so much time to do it because I got the catalyst for the fourth horseman after maybe like five or six runs of the lost sector. So I imagine that its drop rate is pretty high. Um, you know, speaking in terms of other things that have really low drop rates, but I would imagine, I mean, you have till June or something to do this, to do all this. So I think, I think so long as you just kind of casually play more lost sectors and uh, the bunkers and the Seraph tower events, you'll, you'll probably get the fourth horseman catalyst kind of casually if you don't really feel like just super grinding it. I think, I think they might touch on shotguns next season, so it'll be worth getting it to see what they do in the future. But with all the stomp boss mechanics, it's just, who cares? Like, it's, it's yeah. another exotic to check off your list. Um, I already got the hunter exotic. I wasn't even trying. It dropped, I think, during a trials run. So Those I got came it very, very fast. Easy. 
Yeah, I mean, I got all th- I got all three of them from each of the characters. Um, right. One from a world exotic drop, one from the uh, seasonal uh, the season pass menu where you get a free mm-hmm. exotic. Yeah. So I've gotten all three of them already. So yeah, I will say what the fourth horseman has been good at for me is killing uh, champions. You know, maybe not necessarily bosses, but those champions, they have a lot of health and you can get up in their face and, and basically melt them before they're able to activate their champion ability a lot of times, like anti-barrier or what yeah. have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's good. It's good that there's sort of a silver lining and a use case for this weapon. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a bummer it wasn't more exciting. And this seems to be a continuing trend. They keep introducing exotics that are interesting, but they don't have really good use cases for, you know, the time being. And I would like to see Bungie, you know, work on that. Um, one of the things, like, we're going to be pretty hard on Bungie today, I think, overall. <laughs> but uh, I do have to commend them for how they reacted to the COVID-19 crisis and how they established work from home before it was mandatory mandatory in the Seattle area. Uh, I really respect that they uh, uh, did their best to protect their employees from everything that's going on. And there's been a few write-ups about on IGN about how they adjusted to that and how you know, that's a good thing. So, uh, mm-hmm. thank you for thinking about your employees. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> oh man, I could have, I could have thrown that into a slam. I'll just leave it. Uh, thank you for thinking about your employees. <laughs> it's very important that you did that. Uh, moving on, let's just talk generally about the season and the grind. Um, I'm again, not incentivized to really be playing the season besides trials. Uh, the mm-hmm. PVE yes. content is very uninteresting. It's it's just fine for supplementary things to do. I think the biggest thing I'm struggling with, Travis, we talked about it last week, doing PvE content or PvP content to get your drops to level up for trials. Uh, I yep. went back to do that old content last week, and I'm just like, I can't. I can't just keep doing the same. How long's Destiny 2 been out now? You're, we're going on four years. Yeah, it's going just, on four years. It just feels like I'm so doing it's been three years. Yeah. Like yeah. I know Gambit was introduced, and I know we have new strike systems, but it just feels like I'm doing the same thing I've done for so long. It doesn't feel fresh and snappy, and I'm really, really getting franchise fatigue, and that that's been yeah. hard for me to deal with because I I host this show, I still sign on and play regularly, so that I'm at least informed about what's going on. But I have, ugh, it just sucks to say that I'm just not having fun with. 90% of the content. P- it's it's like a PvP game for me now. I sign on, I play Trials, I do the 3v3s, I'm grinding out my uh, weapon catalyst that I hadn't gotten in the previous seasons, but my interest is just holding on by a thread. I don't care about the seasonal progression. I don't care about the PvE content. I've experienced it, and I feel like I know what that's all about, and I feel like I've done it like 800 million times. H- how are yeah. you guys feeling? You guys have been playing a lot more than I have, admittedly, and um, are you a little bit more positive than I am, Travis? Maybe I'll start with you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, th- this is kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about today, which is that uh, to access the PvP content, you have to do a ton of PvE content, and there really isn't a lot to do. There especially isn't a lot new to do. Yeah. So I did the raid. I did you know the dungeon recently. I did all of this old PvP or PvE content to level up for uh, trials. But my I didn't go flawless last weekend, which I assume you guys are going to destroy me on because you guys both went flawless and I didn't. I went like the, flawless. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? I didn't, which is weird. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah so so the yeah <laughs> and the, <laughs> hard carry. the the. And the reason I didn't go, go flawless is because I basically didn't have a team. The, the two people I mainly do trials with, they aren't even 960 yet. 
so they can't play. And they are actually dragging their feet to do the PvE content to get to 960 because they just don't want to do it, right? It's like the same content that they did last time they logged on. And, uh, you know, I tried to get them to do the raid and stuff, and they were just like, you know what, I'll just go and play, you know, Call of Duty where I can, you know, skip right to the PvP without having to grind just to, just to get to the PvP. So for me, it's, it's causing me to play more PvE content, but I'm sort of like begrudgingly doing it just so I can get to you know, ready for trials, which I'm now, I'm now ready. I'm going to go flawless this weekend. I'm uh, about to be a thousand plus without my artifact, which is awesome. Wow. Um, But yeah, yeah, I've, I really grinded, man. I really did. I, I, I want to do trials more than anything. But, you know, I'm going to have to find a new team because my friends simply just aren't playing because there isn't enough uh, exciting PvE content to kind of drive them uh, to level up just so that they can do trials. So, um, Do you think your friends are going to be more incentivized or less incentivized as the season progresses? And do you think that's going to have an overall effect on the, the PvP player space when we have these players who probably want to play trials but it's just going to be people are going to be so far ahead of them that if they sign in they're just going to be annihilated so do you think that's yeah. de-incentivizing them from grinding they're just like well we already missed the first week and do you think that's going to further create a divide in the community where just new players just straight up are not going to get to the lighthouse yeah i i think it'll i think it'll depend on case to case like one of my friends who's about to you know be 960 and be able to play trials he's like all right, I'm going to do it. You know, like it, it sucks, but I'll do it kind of a few hours at a time, you know, each week and I'll eventually get there. But, you know, he's about to be 960 on a weekend where everyone's going to be 990, 1000. He's probably going to get destroyed. Like last week when I when I was playing Trials, I was just doing it with randoms from LFG. Uh, you know, I would run into a group of 1000s and I was like tickling them with my auto rifle. Like I just wasn't doing any damage, you know. So uh, I, I think some of them will will be encouraged and kind of, if they miss the first weekend, they'll feel bad about it and they'll like want to push forward to get to it. But one of my friends is basically just disengaged. He's like, yeah, I, I, it's honestly like just so hard to, to get to the power level to do trials. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm even going to bother with it because there's so many other multiplayer games that are easy to kind of grab your attention and you don't have to grind to get to the PVP content, you know? So, um, so last week I went in under leveled. I was around, I was in the nine sixties, the mid nine sixties. And I rolled with, uh, Teddy and Alan and we were able to actually go to the lighthouse. You know, nice. I can still land my snipes. It took me a little bit to get back into the rhythm, but I had a few games where I performed fairly well. I switched to the hard light meta and I went with my revoker and I can still one trap people with headshots. So if I hit those and we get that pick, we can push and get the win. Those guys, however, are leveled. I can't imagine what it would be like going in with all 960s right now in into that player space because I am incredibly squishy. I get one shot by mountaintop. I get one shot by basically any any shotgun or anything. I have no chance of survive, surviving those encounters, so I have to change my strategy and play a long game. So I was yeah. able to do it. This week I'm going in and my base power is like, 968 maybe i'll get to 970 before i run trials but i'm really not tryharding this season i think we're going to be able to do it again because my teammates who i'm running with alan and teddy are they're good and also they're leveled so they can sort of make up for that power difference and i just play the range game to stay alive as long as possible yeah Um, yeah i understand yeah. You also got to remember that the people playing trials this 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 week are also losing that, you know, ten to fifteen extra light that they were getting last week, you know, from the artifacts yeah. since they're losing out on that. Um, and I think it's also worth noting that that the 
the light bump benefits players who aren't as good because i mean i've i've gone in and played you know with people who are you know less light than me and, and can still just you know carry through it because they're good so, you know, it's just it's just a, it's 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 about skill too so if like you're under leveled and you have skill you're you're gonna be fine um it's i think it's mostly just the light benefit benefits people who aren't as you know sweaty yeah it's pretty severe though at at 967 i think i was when i was playing last weekend i was getting one shot by like one one chip of like a fusion rifle you know like somebody would fire a fusion at me and one of the one of the i'm not saying saying there's no dangers going it while you're on the level for sure but if you're skilled enough and you know how to navigate the map and work people then you'll you'll be fine yeah, I did a game with LFG and we got wrecked, but then I did okay on the next few matches. Then we had that disconnect before last week's show. And then uh, all of us hopped into trials over the weekend. We did our first card. We got to round seven and we got uh, we got a loss, so we reset. And then we did it. And our final match was actually against uh, Lucky. And we very closely beat him. I think they... I mean, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but going in, they thought I was a carry, but then they realized I had learned how to snipe. <laughs> so they're nice. like, stop treating him like a carry. And uh, it was a very close game. It was the really, really fun. It was, it was really, really <laughs> fun playing against those guys. And that's the kind of victory that you want to have a really close game against good players of, of comparable skill. And, you know, one of you end up coming out on top. It ended up being us in this scenario. And it was just, just a really cool feeling. And uh, GG's to those guys. If they end up seeing this, Brian, what's your experience been like you play? I know you played with Teddy and uh, was it Michael? No, I played with uh, backwards. I didn't, pl- I didn't do trials with, uh, with Teddy. Uh, who'd you roll with and oh, how, how was your experience? Uh, the experience was fine because, like I said, they 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 they're really good. Um, the people that I played with, you know, I was at a decent light because I did a lot of the grinding, I did a lot of the bounty stacking preseason. So my my power grind, I went in probably around like nine ninety five. So I wasn't really feeling um, the light differences in a lot of those those matches because people were probably only like five to ten above me um so they weren't really that bad um i felt like i held my own most games i went with a positive k kd so um so it's been fine one thing that i think bungie didn't get enough credit for is that i didn't disconnect once throughout this that that into like the entire flawless run mm-hmm. and which has been like a big problems in a lot of their their pvp matches or modes or things in the past is that i hadn't had a single like issue with connectivity during that time. And I think that was probably like the biggest takeaway from that. Yeah, that's good. That's I'm, a good point. Have you seen any yeah. reports about that from the community or anything either? I, there's I been, a, there's been a lot of like stability issues with the game itself in general. Yeah. Um, but like playing throughout the entirety of that trials, flawless run, like there was no problem. That's good. All. Um, yeah. I mean, all things considered, I think most of the, the comments I have about trials are that of concern for the larger community, because the further we get along, like for the next two weeks, I'd guess it's going to be like top tier players. Uh, and then the, the whole community will sort of catch up as as we progress through this this season and it'll even out. But right now it's going to be it's going to be pretty rough for the next two weeks. And I wonder if that will just turn people off to destiny, turn people off to this this uh, otherwise fantastic PVP experience trials mm-hmm. trials and um, go from there. 
I don't know. Yeah. That's just sort of my my thoughts on trials. I had a blast playing it. I'm concerned about the wider community because if that pool begins to shrink, it's going to get really not fun really fast. And yeah. and, and that's that's what I'm worried about with the trials trials of Osiris thing. But I went flawless. Yeah. It was awesome. I had some great games. I'm trying not to take it too sweaty, and I, I had a really fun team to play with. So thanks to thanks to Teddy and Alan for for rolling with me on that one. Uh, yeah, and have you guys taken advantage of any of the uh, the new exotics that got buffed or items that got buffed? Like I, I've been rocking Dune marcher, ma- uh, marchers, which are just disgusting right now. Have, you, have you, any of you guys experienced those? I refuse to change my arc loadout on my hunter with worm husk. It is it's just a build that I really like <laughs> that I really like what a, playing. What a, with. what a crutch! What a crutch! Well, and I play really well with the the arc subclass that I've been using. It allows me to get you know, melee kills and dodge sniper shots. Cause I yeah. use the worm husk to just dodge my way all the way around the map. And usually I succeed in getting a few kills or team wipes with that, with that super. So yeah. um, I've been doing fine, but no, I have not tried any new exotics. What about you, Brian? I, I mean, specifically for trials, like I just use transversus steps as in probably most warlocks did running during reloads. that, but, but running, running reloads. Yeah. And no, I didn't really, I haven't really tried. I mean, I've tried the new exotic I've tried, which is Felwinter's uh, Helm, um, which is fun, especially if you're using it with the uh, new Seraph uh, Warmind Cell mod builds, which can, which is a really fun build. Um, but no, I haven't really gone back and tried any of the new exotics. Or all, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm really liking the Dune Marchers are super powerful now. Uh, their range is ridiculous. They do a ton of damage. You can actually wipe an entire team if they like have any damage to them just by meleeing one of them. And then mm-hmm. the lightning chains and everyone. And then the uh, the new Titan Gauntlets, uh, they they really do a good job of, uh, you know, you can... Um, you can put out a shield and then you can shoot through it. It doesn't block a ton of damage, but it can absorb one sniper bullet, which is like all you need to, to do if you're counter sniping, you know? Yeah. For sure. Hey, but I will say though, like not armor wise, Xenophage has uh has uh shown some light in the in this new meta. Like we uh it's very, oh, very yeah. easy to That's very right. easy to take out, especially if you're going in Garden of Salvation. Uh Xenophage is very fun with that uh with the final boss there. Some light. So I, rec- I recommend I Sorry, shining. I don't mean light. I mean like shining light. I don't mean I don't mean light as in like destiny's light, as in the general term of light. Uh, so I would, yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would recommend giving that gun a try in the final encounter in the raid, especially nice. with Divinity. Yeah, that that game, that gun. Uh, we were using it uh, in the raid last night. We did Garden of Salvation, and people were like, "Yeah, pull out your Xenophage." What? Are you guys joking? <laughs> nope. nope. It was real good. Two phase the boss easy. It's idiot proof. Because you just use Xenophage and you just shoot and you're fine. Brian, I actually wanted to ask you. You wanted to talk about weapons specifically and how things are going right now. What did you want to? What did you want to bring up for the show? Uh, firstly, I wanted to bring up uh, a quote from from DMG uh, that he put on Twitter. I'm going to read. No, not on Twitter. It was on Reddit. I'm going to read it here. He said it's about specifically about like ritual weapons and why like perhaps we don't have it in game right now. All right, so this is what he said. Hey, all, we are aware of the strong desire from players for pursuit weapons to return for Vanguard, Crucible, and Gambit. Speaking with the team, they are candidates for future weapon allocation in a future season. Note, can't make any promises yet. It's a tricky balancing act as pursuit weapons could come at the cost of general rewards allocated for alternative act- alternate activities, legendary weapons for trials, as example. Uh, we'll be sure to let you know our future plans when we have more information. 
So what they're saying is basically like, hey, we don't have ritual weapons because we have trial weapon, trials weapons, which I think is like a weird thing to say. Not, not so much weird thing to say if, if it's true on their part where they're so spread thin that they can't create weapons for multiple activity. That seems, seems odd to me. Yeah, I have to agree with that. And I think the community has echoed that sentiment. You can see what people are saying over on, on Reddit and how they're sort of feeling about that response from the, the Bungie team. And it mm-hmm. is odd to me that Bungie came out. I mean, at least they're being honest, but they're coming out and saying, hey, we can't make three ritual weapons and trials weapons. You already have the trials weapon templates from the previous game. So Especially since a, it's all reskins, right? It's like it's just, it's just not reskins, but they're just added from the past games. Like you're not yeah. making new guns here. Like you have those yeah. 3D assets, you have them already wrapped and modeled and everything. And I know it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot of work to import them into a new engine and a new game. Uh, however, it's it's odd to me that that would come at the sacrifice of pinnacle weapons. And and I I don't. Well, one thing I would pressure Bungie on and DMG specifically is coming up with. Uh, a reasoning as to why that's taking so many resources that they can't also develop pinnacle weapons. Like it's because they can't say it's because of COVID-19 because like that happened. I mean, that would be an easy out now, but there has to be more reasoning there because I mean, it's just so out of left field to say we can't make three pinnacle weapons because I just, this reason. Yeah. It's I, also I, weird because like there's so much in Eververse and there's so many mm-hmm. emotes and there's so many finishers and it's like, like I, I mean, I'm sure they're not the same resources that are making weapons and are making Eververse, but clearly their shift in priorities is is very much uh, slanted toward them making a ton of you know Eververse stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I like deep down I want to say it's because, and obviously I don't know anything, but it's deep down it's because I want to say it's because of like hey they're making whatever the next season is, and then there's the then there's supposedly a big expansion coming this year. Then there's year four of Destiny 2, then the presumable Destiny 3, plus whatever game that Bungie is working on outside of Destiny. So it's like, right now, they're spread so thin across a bunch of different like resources throughout their office, so who knows what's actually going on in there. But be, not being able to make ritual weapons because you made Trials weapons seems a little odd. Agreed. Um yeah, I just don't get it. And I would love to hear more reasoning on that from Bungie specifically. Yeah, uh, other than just hey, it's resource intensive, sorry. But it's like, well, did, is it? Like, do like I don't know. Can you elaborate on that more? Like, let us exactly. know how the team is impacted by having to do these pinnacle weapons. Because right now, everybody's just sort of jumping to conclusions. And I would personally love to, to hear more from Bungie about... Uh, why that is so difficult from them because there's some big problems with destiny right now we don't really understand why the vault problem still exists we we don't understand why we're not getting ritual weapons this season feels especially light luke smith is coming out and saying that there's a ton of problems with the game and he understands that people aren't incentivized to sign in and i think they have some big challenges in front of them to keep players invested and on board with with destiny 2 uh, for the foreseeable future. Maybe they're working on something big for September. Who knows? Uh, Brian, you also brought up a leak. So we'll do spoiler spoiler section <laughs> uh, right now. What is the leak that you are, are going to get my live reaction to? Yeah, ooh, so you don't know what the leak is. It's not nothing too crazy. So it's... Uh, the gun the gun was seen in the season trailer for Season of, Worth, season of the Worthy. Uh, but we didn't know what the name of the gun was or anything like that. But it's... 
called Air Apparent. It's a machine gun exotic, um, and it's cabal themed. We don't know where it's, you know, we don't know how we're going to get it uh, unless, like, there was some Reddit post about it. But uh, it's, my it's very. Face. <laughs> what, what is your reaction to that? Oh wow, surprise! No, but yeah, it's just a machine gun. Uh, There's the screenshot. Yeah, yeah. The thumbnail. We have the screen. What? Crazy, right? Air apparent. Words floating gun. over your head. Uh, yeah, it's just an exotic machine gun. I don't think it. I don't think this photo has the uh, the uh, exotic uh, perk on it. Oh, there it is. Uh, see, the intrinsic perk is called Heavy Slug Thrower. Uses spin up. This weapon can be fired only when fully spun up, so it's probably going to resemble the Colossus, like sweet business. You know, yeah, like sweet business, but like the Colossus. It's probably you know modeled after the Colossus heavy so, gun. So it's a heavy uh, like Xenophage. It's a heavy like Xenophage, but it's going to be a lot faster, like a, a regular machine gun, like or machine closer gun, to yeah. or closer to sweet business, like you said. Okay. But it's also going to come with the catalyst. They already have the, ca- the catalyst. Apparently, so. yeah. Well, um, uh, but, you know, Xenophage worked out great, so. I'm excited to oh, see yeah. what so, uh, the, other, the other The other perk on it is called Armor of the Colossus. While at full health, spinning up this weapon protects you with an arc shield. That's pretty cool. So when you have, yeah, Let's when you have, yeah, it sounds like a cool gun. Uh, I'm excited to spit it back at those big Colossus that just melt you with their, with their heavy Gatling guns. So yeah, I, I imagine this, awesome. this will probably be a reward, like a quest or maybe through uh, Grandmaster Strikes. I mean, we'll we'll see how it ends up doing. They did nerf machine guns, so it's yeah. it's another exotic that's going to come into the pool, and we'll be like, all right, well, I'm not really incentivized to get this because there's no use cases. I had as a Nagis, and you guys took that away, and mm-hmm. they've <laughs> they've done a good job about making everything not feel special anymore, <laughs> and and that's really depressing. Um, that sounds very D two well, year one. Maybe maybe they nerfed machine guns because this gun is so good. That yeah. they pre-nerfed it before it comes out. Yeah, you had to be there yeah. when. Like, w- what's going on this season? What is the exotic this season? Hard light, right? It's probably season of the hard light. Mm-hmm. That or money. Hey, so service is up of, there. Season of the assault is good. Season of exotic six hundred RPM auto rifles. Yeah, but in terms of armor or things that you're trying to obtain, most of that stuff you have already, or you can just go to Zer and buy it. I think you can buy some of those now. Yeah, don't quote me on that internet. I'll get a hard time. (laughs) Um, A computer right in front of you. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, That's all I really had for notes this week. Was there anything else you guys wanted to go over? (laughs) Let's just make fun of Travis because he didn't go flawless last week for the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So I am very open that I am a casual (laughs) PvP player and I'm not very good. And I went to the lighthouse and Travis did not. It's true. It's true. I'm just gonna take it. Here Throw we go. in shade. Taking shade. Let the roast begin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go this weekend. You wait. I can't talk too much. I got I got a hard carry, so it's no <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you did. Could, couldn't do it at 960 Thanks. with uh, with the randoms from LFG, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna do it this weekend. <laughs> Well, if that's all we have to talk about this week, we'll report back next week with our victory or non-victory in the trial space. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching the show this week. And, you know, if you're affected by this lockdown like we all are, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Stay sane. Keep doing something for fun. And uh, thank you for watching our show. That was from my apartment. <laughs> yeah. My apartment. Let's go. yeah. All right. Well, my home. And everybody, so. All right. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. Until next time, Guardians out. Guardians out. out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.